what is good everybody what what what's up um today we have a very special guest he's actually one of my hometown friends um but he's been making some big moves lately we got tristan brenner up in here yo, yo. yes sir me, yes oh, man. sir thank you bro really, how you doing really bro excited. i'm good man can't complain little uh little busy day man but just wrapping up a little session and uh you know how to jump on and give my guys a little bit of time yes sir we're supposed not to gonna shoot. lie this this man looks fresh as hell <laughs> oh man stop it this is a light day man he's stop always it. he's always been like that he's always dude, been like that. Uh, i will knock you on the hat though dude I it's don't my know. Boy. It's my boy, he uh he designs it. His name's Porter. Porter made it on Instagram. So y'all go tap in, get some fresh fitteds, man. He'll get you right. That that's Houston, right? Yes, sir. Houston. Ah. He's not a Houston fan, but hey, the hat Absolutely the hat's not. dope. Though. Absolutely not. It goes with the fit, man. I'm a Dodger, bleed blue. Come on. For sure. Um, <laughs> I love it. That Boston hat goes crazy. So Isaiah, start it off, bro. Do what you do. Let's go. We are gonna get started with the rapid fire questions. If you don't know me, by man. now. It's rapid fire time. You ready? Yep, let's do it. What's your favorite movie, man? Oh, that's a great question. Oh man, favorite movie? Mm. Oh man, that's that's a great question. I'm probably gonna have to go with all time favorite as a kid. Remember the Titans, man. That's my movie. It's a great, beautiful, it's a great yeah, movie. My movie, man. <laughs> favorite fast food restaurant? Um. Canes, Canes chicken, chicken fingers. What are really? we talking about? That's, that's really? Come on, don't even do it like that. Canes <laughs> is crazy. I've had they, it, only I've got, had they only got chicken tenders and they make it a sandwich. And that's all you need, man. Chicken <laughs> tenders and Texas toast, man. That's I've it. had it. I've had it one time because I'm out here in Alabama and we don't have canes. So I you guys have Zaxby's, right? Yeah, Zaxby's. Zaxby's is just damn as good, damn near better. <laughs> yeah, no, they Zaxby's has more of like boneless wings and stuff that you can get which is cool right. but um i did go to california about a month ago and uh had canes for the first time and it is What'd pretty good come on man Don't it is hold pretty good it is, it is good so but good. but i wasn't expecting that yeah that's uh, the first i had to throw sure. you a little curveball in there man <laughs> xbox or playstation oh playstation all day Jeez, all right guys that's man. the end of the podcast there's, again there's <laughs> i love it come on Man, I grew up on Xbox, so it it took me a while to convert. But once I did, man, it wasn't no going back. All, all your right. buddies switched, huh? They did. We all did, man. We all did. It's crazy. It usually happens like that. <laughs> you like Marvel or DC better? Um, you know, I'm bad with this, but which, whichever one is uh Black Panthers on, that's what I'm okay, going. Okay, yeah, it's Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about your favorite artist? Oh, my favorite artist right now, currently, um. His name's Kalen for real, for real. He's from LA. He's an R&B artist, like slash rapper. But for people that don't know him, I'll give you a mainstream artist. Roddy Rich is probably my favorite artist right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> favorite TV show. Uh, favorite TV show. Can it be Netflix? The show. Uh, Last Chance You for sure. Ooh. Last Chance that's You. Pretty, I've that's never pretty seen new. It. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a W. You're gonna love it, Jordan. And knowing you and your sports man, yeah, you're you're gonna absolutely fall. I gotta up. check that out. Didn't it sure. fall off like after it did, but seasons? the basketball one came out and it picked it back up. So it, it's uh it, it kind of converted sports, but it's still it's still popping, man. Okay. okay. I might have to give it a look. Uh what's the one thing you can't live without? One thing I can't live without is my fitted hats. 
Anybody <laughs> that knows me, man, I cannot live without Dude, my It's been, I mean, forever so. since I, thank since you. I've Jordan known knows, man. Jordan knows <laughs> it, they, I mean, I think I got one stitched to my head down there, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen you without one. <laughs> All right, man. That thank you. So, for the for, so keep it on the record, nobody, I my got fitted you. Hats, I can't live without. <laughs> I got you. My sister's actually part of the fitted hat community. Do you have okay. like a bag? Like full of hats uh, that you just yeah. Take? So I have like a travel bag that fits like six hats and it's like super sturdy. So don't like the luggage don't mess it up. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have. But I know what you're talking about, like those invis- clear bags, and it has like yeah, yeah, hats. yeah. Yeah, I-, I just have like a closet full of them, man. I have like a-, a a shoe rack that was supposed to be for shoes, but I took over my hats took over. <laughs> no, so you're not you're a sneakerhead, but for hats. Exactly. Like a- exactly. Yeah. Cool. And then what's what's your dream car? My dream car, man. That's by a the way, car. everyone. By the way, he has a sick car right now. Oh man, it's, it's it? a small BMW, man. It was, it was, uh, it's that that thing's beautiful. I love that baby. That's yeah. my baby. <laughs> but if you were, uh, appreciate if, you though, Jay. If you were able to get any car, any car, um, it's probably gonna be a Rolls Royce Cullinan. If I could get Ooh. any car, yeah, that's I know it's a very car. acquired taste, man. But that is that car to me is is sexy for real. They're so clean. So there's clean, some man. there's some that come with an umbrella inside the door, dude. Oh, like I need that, man. I need that, <gasps> dude. It's insane. Sure. And then, ass or tits? Uh, I'm a butt guy, bro. I Your love butt? good ass, bro. I love okay. that peach emoji, bro. I love yes, that. Sir. Okay, okay. And then on, my man. last question. Go ahead. Who's the most famous person you have on your phone? Uh, that I could call at this moment. You can you can um, do that, or if you can do someone that's DM'd you on Instagram or uh, like oh, that. like a follower. Um, anything, just like who's the most famous person you've really like communicated with? with? Um, well, that's a that's a great question. I've been I've interacted with quite a bit of people, but um, for oh for right now I went to uh Don Tolliver's album release party and got to hang out with him for a little bit. So anybody okay. that's in music and knows Don Tolliver, um, I was just hanging out with him, which was super dope. That's, Shout out, that's Dave it. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. But um, but yeah, dude, let's let's hop in. Um, Come on, man. We for people that don't know who Tristan is, why don't you give us a little rundown on, you know, your story? Like, how'd you get to where you at by in Tell sure. people what you do and how'd you get there, sure. and we, I want to uh, know. I got you, man. It's easy. Uh, so look, so right now for the people that don't know, um, I'm Tristan. I'm I'm 26, going on 27 next month. Um, I'm from Ojai, California. Uh, I work in music, so I, I work as a artist manager. I work as an executive uh, assistant to a CEO for a record label, and I do A and R work, which is pretty much just putting records together. So I'll get in the studio, work with artists, work with producers and, and, you know, build, build songs. Um, so I do a little bit of that. Uh, I also, you know, do some other stuff on the side. Um, me and my boss are kind of starting this basketball channel. So we're kind of, you know, filming basketball content, but my, my main role is my main gig is I work in music and, you know, I try to help build records and manage talent. Um, so how I got started, crazy question. That's, that's, that takes me back a little bit. So, um, I, Went to Nordoff, which is a high school in Ojai, uh, up until my sophomore year. And then I ended up moving to Reno with my with my dad. My dad was living in Reno at the gotcha. time. So uh, See, I finished high school up real there. Real quick, real quick. Yeah, just, I don't even know. I mean, yeah. I feel like I feel like I saw you and then one day you were just gone. Bro, what's crazy <laughs> is like I what's crazy is I've had that like happen to me from a lot of people from Ojai because they'll be like, 
Bro, you were like at school one day and then I didn't see you for like three years. <laughs> and then I would maybe see you once, very yeah. rarely just around, but around town or like at like Ohio Day or something yeah. random. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So uh middle of my sophomore year, uh, I moved up to to Reno with my pops and I finished high school out there. Um and just, you know, living in Reno for, you know, almost three years, he showed me that. You know, I don't want to live anywhere but in California, <laughs> you know, just the weather, you know, the the ladies, everything from top to bottom is just, you know, L.A., everything. So um, the day after high school, I moved home uh, literally like the day I graduated, uh, I think like on like in like a, a Friday in June and I moved home on Saturday. Um, so, you know, when I moved home, I didn't really have a lot of, you know, like a like real foundation on what I was going to do or how I was going to you know, like build a career for myself. Um, you know, I moved from my dad's back to Ohio and I was staying in a, in like a studio that I was renting for like 500 bucks a month. So it was just pretty much like straight when you move home, straight hit work, like boots on the floor, let's start running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I worked for my dad, uh, my dad, Jeremy at his shop in shine supply for, for like a, a year, what was kind of like, just not really my vibe. And I, uh, wanted to go back to school and, you know, I figured something, that would damn give me one sec bro sorry about that yeah no problem um <laughs> that's actually yeah, crazy he, dude i can't imagine yeah no. graduating and then coming back home like that man yeah well um while he's doing that for those of you he grew up um you know high and then like i said i mean one day just dipped it was weird but um it ended up working out great for him i mean look at he's he's making some big moves now um but no, guys, he's grabbing something real quick. He'll be right back. Um, but in the meantime, all right, my boy. Sorry, bro. Oh, you good? I deal um, with that. Um, so by the way, I would I would love to have your dad on here if he's down. I don't know yeah, if that's no, something he would he do, would, but he would love to do that for you, bro. Promote promote uh -huh. his company too, because I know he's he's making some big moves too, huh? No, yeah, my dad's killing it, man. Like I, I couldn't be more proud of that dude. I think just you know understanding like where he's come from and and the road that he's traveled and being able to get a first row like a front row seat at that has just been super inspirational to my own journey you know what yeah, i mean for sure. so, um yeah so going back to like my own journey um you know I, I moved back to ohio and you know wanted to go back to school so um you know i found a little construction gig with a local dude in town i don't know if you know mike thorpe but i was working for him for a little bit doesn't ring a bell you know, just doing construction and going to school part time. I was in uh, I was at a community college going to night school, you know, just swinging a hammer, banging nails like all damn day. You know what I mean? Like just not what I not what I wanted to be doing and knew it yeah. wasn't like an end, end goal type shit. So um, for me, it was like, how am I going to be able to like transition into doing something that I wanted? Because I was super stuck, you know, so I, I bounced around from job to job. You know, did a little bit of, um, you know, bartending at the Ohio Valley Inn, bar back in at little restaurants around town, um, really just to kind of limp me through, you know, community college. Um, and, you know, God willing, this it was crazy. It was like it was the summer of um, 2018. Yeah, 2018. I was in like this super like weird transitional phase of like being able not having really like a stable job and knowing that my community college tenure was coming to an end, but I didn't know what I wanted, like how I was going to transition or even what I was going to transition to. So um, I'm like calling this, this school in LA, it's called LA film school. And they have like this music business program, but it was like crazy. It was like 37 racks for like the entire program. And I was like, Dang. 
I was damn near debating taking out a loan and everything. And it, it just, I knew I wanted it, but I didn't know how to get there. Right. Yeah. So like God works in crazy ways, man, when I'm telling you this. So I'm oh, like, yeah. one day I'm on Instagram. I'm on my house just chilling. And this dude, that's still my homie to this day, like, like close. He actually just called me ox just called me like 20 minutes ago. Um, and he said, and he liked one of my pictures on Instagram, like a profile I'd never seen before, never even come across. I don't even know how he found my picture. Um, and I click on his profile and he's like a, a music manager. He's throwing a couple shows and shit, like, like fake way kind of popping in music. So I was just like, you know, took a shot in the dark and DM'd him and was just like, man, like, I'm just young, interested in the industry, hungry. Like I was like, I remember I sent the DM. I was like, oh, white clean tables and like, you know, um, like I don't take out trash and offices. I don't care. Like, I just want to know kind of how you got into music and like what you do or like what is like the steps that I could take. Crazy enough, dude comments back to me in my DMs and uh, is like, hey, bro, can you jump on a call in like, you know, five minutes to talk just to chop it up. And I'm like, and I'm never like, no idea who this dude is. So does he have does he have a little bit of a following? At this point, he had like, he's a bit much bigger now, but at that time he had like 10,000 followers. Like, okay. so he wasn't super, super popping, but he was like, you know, I knew he had real traction. Yeah, um, and he, he knew people. Right, yeah, he knew what people. He had connections, you know what I mean? So for yeah. me, it was like, it was super, ooh, it was like, it was intriguing for me. You know what I mean? Because I was like, it, it looked, I was looking up to somebody that like, I wanted to aspire to be and he had taken more steps than I have. So I, I reached out to him as like a mentor. Um, you know, he called me and we had this dope conversation, just kind of broke down what he did, kind of how we got into the industry, you know, et cetera. Like kind of just really developed like the beginning stages of a dope relationship. Um, so like maybe six, seven months go by, like we we're exchanging like comments on Instagram. We're kind of like, you know, doing you know just can't keep it in touch but not like obviously texting and stuff like that yeah um, well like maybe three months go by and he ha he's hosting this little show for a couple of his artists in la and you know like if you're from ojai you know going to la like that's like foreign bro people don't do that you know what i mean like you you from ojai and you go into la like people is like bro what is you doing in there it's like going to jurassic park oh, yeah. or something bro for sure yeah straight up <laughs> But I was like, you know, like it was something I really wanted to do. It. I was it was funny. I was I'll never forget. I was in my bedroom with my boy, like com a completely different homie, but just like debating like, bro, I don't even know if I want to go to this shit. Like it's an hour drive. I don't go to L.A. You know what I mean? Like just kind of sitting there having like real like real turmoil of like, oh, man, I don't know what this going to look like. Um, So, you know, my homie talked me into it and I end up driving to L.A., meet dude, meet a couple artists, have a dope little networking day, night. Like was there like an hour, two hours, nothing crazy. Um, But, you know, that interaction, you know, five months later, I didn't realize, but he's the one who, you know, reached out his hand and offered me an internship uh, that, you know, got me to where I am. So, you know, after that interaction, maybe like five months later, um, he jumps on my phone and like is like, hey, bro, I got this dope uh opportunity this home girl that i used to intern for and he's an intern at atlantic and at the time i was like you know, i was working for a soil engineering company i was like testing soil in a lab like microwaving dirt like literally that was my job bro Dang, while i was crazy. in college like it was like i had no music experience no background experience um no like real like anything to 
qualify me for this position, right? So he's like, look, man, I'm going to link you up with this girl, jump on an interview with her and, you know, talk to her, see what happens. And I'm like, all right, it's good. Like, I'll, I'll take it as far as it goes. Mind you, I'm thinking like, there's like no way this is going to happen, but I'm going to see it as far, like see it as through as I can. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, a couple of weeks go by, we link up via email, we jump on a call and she's in like New York. And so, so I'm like already kind of like, dang, this is like nuts. Like um, she's in New York, Atlantic. I'm like, you know, in Ojai digging holes and having backhoe dudes like lower me down to get soil samples. It was like, <laughs> bro, I was tripping. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, I'm like, sure. I don't come from that like territory and stuff. So, um, so I jump on this call, shout out my girl, Emily. I got to shout her out. Emily Warburton. Y'all don't know, go follow her. She's an incredible person. She is like, man, this girl took a chance on me when like, she could have easily passed up on me. We got a, had a really, really dope conversation, but like, I had no, no real like leverage with her. It was like, you're going to take a chance on me or you're not, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like in the industry, music, same with like what we're doing with the podcast, mm -hmm. anything entertainment wise, that's what it takes. Like, right. It, you need that one person that's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. And it's like that one person will lead to another person and that person was going to give you a chance. And then the next person will get like, I wouldn't be here. It, like when people say it takes a village, like it really do. Like there's so many people along this journey that have been like so impactful and like wouldn't have got me to where i'm at without that person you know what i mean so for sure um yeah so were, were you this well spoken back then um he's always been bro because no, dude the way you carry yourself is like i wouldn't up here man like I appreciate there's there's, you, man. there's people Thank that you. there's people that have no confidence when they speak and dude the talking to you it's like right here dude like man that, that really you means you a lot could lead me, an man. army so much. you could lead an army with the way you speak like yeah you're, you're dangerous you bro. have you're no dangerous. idea <laughs> y'all are gassing me up man no, he, you're making he's me always blush. been like Stop that it. i don't i wouldn't say like i think he's always you've always been confident though when you speak like you may I'm not have been able to speak like you do now but ever since i've known you i mean you've always been like yeah i know what i'm saying like you know mm -hmm. you just you talk like you know you don't yeah I, I don't know you just I know think, how to talk uh, but yeah keep going keep going no i appreciate it man i think you know god gave me a gift to gabber man that's for sure I'm, that dude <laughs> i mean gave you me a gift you to fit gabber. perfect you fit perfect in that industry yeah, yeah. no I, I think i think that's kind of uh, i know my mom don't love it but i know <laughs> i know yeah. that uh unfortunately man this is just the the life that god chose me to have man but um yeah so i mean going back to that you know me and emily just had a really dope conversation and she just took a chance on me man like um she she opened her arms up and was like you know what come on i'll give you a chance and you know i had to jump through a lot of hoops like you know you had to be at a four-year university to intern i was at community college at the time you had to have a prior internship i had never interned in my life um so and you had to have like this letter right from your your uh school or establishment wherever you were at that shows that you got credit for interning so like so they don't pretty much it's like how they pay you for work so it's not free labor type i got you um real quick but, let me stop you there for those of you people out there that either don't want to don't know what you're doing with your life or you know want to do something you're like i'm not qualified this guy right here is telling you right now <laughs> that like 
Dude, you just gotta. If you want it bad enough? I'm telling you, there, like, you can do this. Like, talk to talk to people. I you know? yeah, like it. It really, um, it really put me in like uncomfortable positions. I think that's one thing that, like, it challenged me more than anything I probably have ever come like gone through in my life. Or you know, I'll go through more things, but like up until this point, it's been one of the more challenging things that I've had to deal with. And I yeah. think for me, it's been. Um, it's been cool you know what i mean because you know i had to jump through all these different hoops getting to where i'm at like i didn't have no letter of credit from my school i had to like forge a letter i had to fake a signature and fake like a document that saying i was getting credit so that i can show it so that the so that um the hr would allow me to intern um so, and that that was like a whole other like type process and journey that i wasn't even really ready for you know what i mean um but pretty much like when 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 everything cleared, like there was all these like HR, there was all these different paperwork and all this like hoops to jump through. And I remember, I'll never forget, like as soon as it was all over and it was like, all right, here's your start date. I was like, like, like a like a wave of anxiety and panic hit because I, I didn't think we were going to get to this point. First of yeah. all, I was like, I'm going to just take this thing as far as it goes. And if I don't get it, oh, well, you know what I mean? But when it's like, all right, everything's good. Here's your start date. I remember I'm driving home from my work and um my job and i'm on creek road driving home and i'm like i'm on the phone with my mom and i'm like yeah mom everything like everything's good like i'm like tripping i don't really i'm like freaking out at this point she's like look what else are you gonna do she's like you have no you have no kids you you know you're still in college like you're not at a place in your life to where you can't take a risk you know what i mean she's like what's the worst that's gonna happen you know what i yeah. mean oh well it's it's a two-month internship you know what i mean um so i was like you know I, I, you know, took a leap of faith, man. And uh, uh, it was only supposed to be a two month internship for summertime. But, you know, I was so like just in love with the industry and like the environment and these meetings and everything that I was doing that I asked to extend. And then I got extended and then I asked to extend again and I got extended again. So they just kept me in the building. They really were just waiting for me to graduate because as soon oh. as I graduated, were but you making were you making money doing this? I was working time? for free. I was working okay. for free. I was driving to LA. I was driving to LA from Ojai. So this was this would be my weekly routine when I would intern. My aunt lived in Pasadena. She had a twin size air mattress in a, in a one bedroom little tiny studio. Um, I would work all day Monday and go to night class, and then you know, or I would work all day Monday, drive to Pasadena after work. And then um, go to bed, wake up, drive to L.A. from Pasadena, then drive all the way to Ojai, repeat everything, and then add night class on Wednesday and Friday. And then I was working at my dad's shop Saturday and Sunday. Jeez. Like, it was like I was working part-time Monday, Wednesday, Friday, interning Tuesday, Thursday, and then uh, working at my dad's shop on Saturday and Sunday just to, like, kind of make up funds for what I was, like, spending in gas, but also – what I'm not making on two days a week worth of work. Does that make sense? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Damn. So like, you know, me and my dad worked out, shout out my dad. Like I wouldn't have been able to even make this possible without him. Like I would have tried, but it would have been so difficult. And he saw my hustle. He saw my grind. He saw something I was super passionate about. And, you know, he got behind it. He's like, look, come work at my shop a couple days a week. I'll make sure you have some money. I'll make sure, you know, you're you're not losing out as much money as you would be if you, you know, didn't come help me. You know, and it wasn't a lot of work. It was just coming, helping on shop on a couple yeah. couple times a weekend. Um, 
So I did that for a year, bro. I did that for almost actually a year and a half. I did that from like, from like June to, to from like, no, 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 from like March to June and then COVID hit. Right. And then COVID hit and then all office. I mean, the world shut down. You Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, so during that time was the same time I was I was transferring to Northridge. So like summer of 2020, I, I had finished all my credits at VC. My internship had stopped and I had, um, you know, moved over to, uh, you know, Northridge, which was all online, which was super convenient. Um, during that time, I had like a like a maybe like a four month window that I did a short little internship with a remote company. Um, but then through my connection at Atlantic, the from my internship, uh, an artist by uh, by the name of Corday, why he used to go by YBN Corday, was looking for an assistant, and he was on this press run with um, some of these uh, executives that I worked with in the radio department, and he was just kind of expressing the need for an assistant, someone to do day to day activities, kind of help, you know, not manage him, but just run his day to day program, whatever he needs, whether it's you know an interview, whether it's a grocery shop, like whatever the case may be, he needs a day to day guy. Um, and through my connections, they all referred me to, to, to Corday and his team. Um, and that was in, uh, I would say that was in like October of 2020. Yeah. So like October of 2020, I started working with them. Uh, and that was like, that was my first kind of step in to like the world of working in music, like getting paid, working with a real artist. Like before that, you're just kind of you know, you're, you're an intern, bro. So you're, you're getting the brunt of the brunt work. You're, oh, yeah. you're not treated with real. I mean, luckily I was, you know, blessed enough to, to intern for some incredible, incredible people. Like didn't never treated me less than always saw my potential always like, um, you know, really like believed in me, get like gave me more confidence than I could even have gave myself. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. and you know, I think that's just, through the work that they saw, the type of person that I am, you know, I worked on a lot of different projects. I worked on Roddy Rich's project. I work on, I worked on like Kevin Gates music. I worked on, um, you know, even like some pop artists like Charlie Puth, Coldplay, Ava Max, like all types. Really? Of yeah. I worked on all types of different things. And, uh, you know, I was just, you know, I was super just excited and enthusiastic about being there. And I think they all picked up on that energy. Um, so they referred me to Corday and that was like, you know, that was a, a, a eye opening experience for me, man. It was, uh, you know, you go from I think that I, I look at it and it was like my uh, my first kind of like adversity moment in music because I went from working with all these executives and, and you're working in a corporation where, you know, everyone everyone runs things very professionally. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They, um, You know, there's a there's a, a way and a system of going about how to do things. And um, I went from that to like you know, you're working with a 23 year old multimillionaire that, you know, is hanging out with P Diddy and hanging out with, you know, we went to New York and did a, a photo shoot with Michael B. Jordan uh, for coach. You know what Dude, I mean? That's like, so sick. Yeah. I was, you know, like right there with all. And it's like, you're having to deal with like all of that. And then you're dealing with egos. You're dealing with like, you know, different management things. You're dealing with everything that can, that comes with that. You know what well, I mean? That's what I was going to ask real quick is like people see, entertainment business has so much just fun or at least that's right, what people yeah. tend to portray is like definitely i'm living the best life i'm making millions of dollars it's mm -hmm. easy like they all see the fun side of it but sure. um because my wife was saying how like it's hard to take something like this serious whether it's this or 
entertainment because people don't look at it as a job. People right. look at it as they're getting paid to do music, like sure, really, yeah. but there's so much more behind it. Right. No, absolutely. And I think, I think that's kind of, you know, something that was eye opening for me is like, there's as much as I love, you know, doing the music part of it, there's, there's things that come with that, that you may not be the biggest fan of, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, that was what the eye opening experience was for me, you know, um, not like nothing to, no, no, not never talking bad about that experience because it taught me so much, you know what I mean? And opened so many doors for me that, um, you know, without that experience and without that job, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't have the knowledge I have today. And, um, you know, just, I mean, going back to that experience, I think it was, it was a humbling experience for me because, um, you know, after that, I, I worked for him for about a year and we had done some really like, amazing things. Like it had been, it had been a really, you know, I would say it was like a, a, a very big learning experience for me, but it was it was also a lot of fun. Like I did have fun and, you know, I got to enjoy myself and see things from, you know, a perspective that not a lot of people get to see things from. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. his girlfriend was Naomi Osaka, the biggest tennis star in the world. Like I sent her flowers in Australia when she won the Australian Open. Like like that's like so there's like little things like I, you know, you never would have I wouldn't have got to experience that. I wasn't I watched the Australian Open. I watched tennis for the first time in my life then, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it was like, it was just, you know, it was different opportunities and different experiences. It made me grateful, you know? Um, but that experience like really brought me to my knees in music just because it was so, I wasn't getting paid a lot. I was still in college and I was dealing with like just a lot of, a lot of stuff outside of music, like with my job that didn't like, wasn't necessarily like enjoyable or even like anything that I wanted to deal with. Like you're dealing with egos, you're dealing with all this other stuff. That's like, bro, it's not even about music at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was so burnt on dealing with all of that extra stuff that I would, I'll never forget it. I was, uh, I was, it was probably September. It was August of 2021. I'll never forget it. Um, Corday was living in Calabasas and I was commuting from Ojai to go to his house. And that's like a 45 minute drive, but then he moved to Beverly Hills. So then it was like a whole nother, like, like a whole nother hour to my drive without traffic or with traffic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just made it a huge inconvenience for us. Like it was unrealistic for me, um, you know, and, and he needs someone that was, you know, could be there at the beck and call whenever he needed them. Um, so, you know, we, we, we split ways and for like a month I was like super, I was torn, bro. I got brought to my knees just because it was my first time ever working with the artist. Um, you know, I, I gave that everything I had. Like I, I emptied the tank out with that did you, job. Did you kind of feel like kind of feel like it was over? Like um or were you kind I felt of like I wanted it to be over, bro? Yeah. Honestly. Like I, I felt like um I felt like I was like, if this is how this industry is outside of a label and and at all the time, like I don't know if I want to work in music anymore. Like I feel it like sorry, real quick. I feel like oh, go ahead. in that industry too, like not saying the person you're working with, but just people in general, like they don't give a shit about you. Like no, I mean that's I'm talk majority not just talking of the about industry. not talking about For that sure. specific person, but just in general, I feel like if, you sure. don't, if you're 100%. like, hey, this ain't working out, they're like, all right, see you. Yeah, no, and that's a lot how that that interaction was. Like, it wasn't very, 
like that in that specific scenario that's a lot how it was it wasn't so like hey man wish like wish you the best let's link in the future it was just kind of like you know what i mean like yeah. on to the next and so it was tough you know because i you know anything i do i try to do 100 percent. i do it with my full heart and that was something especially i did because you know i gave that everything i had so when it didn't work out it it, it hit me in a, in a different type of way mm -hmm. uh so i was i'll never forget like you know i'm on the i'm on the pier with my dad in Ventura on uh, at May West Brewing Company, and we're drinking a beer, and I'm like sitting there talking to him. And now, at this point, I'm I'm up on my last, um, my last semester of of uh, college, so it's like, really, after I graduate, I can do whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like I was telling, I'll never forget, I was sitting there, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this music thing. Like, I've interned for two years, I've dealt with artists, like I just don't know if this is what I, what I'm doing, I'm literally, this is, this is honest to God. This is the truest story of my life. As I'm like literally telling him that my phone rings like, and it, it, it's uh, this girl, Carolyn Mason, which was uh Corday's travel agent, which I, I developed a really cool relationship with because I did all of this travel. So we were in contact all the time. Um, and she called me out the blue and it was crazy because I hadn't talked to her in like months. And I'm thinking she's calling me for some, some, uh, you know, booking number or reservation number or something and she's like tristan and we we were like locked in so we always shot the shit together and laughed she's like tristan yeah. what the hell are you doing bro and i'm like man i'm right here having a beer with my dad carolyn what's going on and she's like she's like are you working with corday i was like i haven't worked with corday in over a month she's like dang she's like well what are you doing and i'm like oh, i'm just about to graduate um you know wrapping up my last semester of college and probably gonna start looking for a job she's like are you working right now I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing and ready. <laughs> and she's like, um, she's like, all right, cool. Well, I got this really dope, you know, he's a artist manager, uh, record label CEO, AR. He's he's a big dog in music. Um, he's like, I, and he's looking for an assistant. I think, I think you guys would uh I think you guys would, you know, should meet and you know, maybe you guys could work something out. That's crazy. I was like, cool. I was like, cool, shoot me his info, you know, and I'm and I'm tripping because I have no idea. She's like, his name's Davo, and I'm like, I have no idea like who he is. I have no idea. So I'm like on Google searching up Davo and like, there's no, um, there's nothing coming up. You know what I mean? There's nothing coming up. Um, so I'm like kind of in this moment of like, man, all right, I hope this goes well. You know what I mean? We jump on a, we jump on a, a group text and he's like, Hey man, meet me at this studio on Monday. It's Larrabee studios. Larrabee studios is like one of the most famous studios in LA. Super, super renowned, like, like top of the line. Um, you know, and I'm like a little, I'm like, I'm like super nervous, you know what I mean? Because I don't know what to expect. You know, I'm going to this like super popping studio. I have no idea um, who this, who this person is, you know what I mean? And if anybody knows, like, if anybody knows me, they know, like, like, I'm very, like, I'm very influenced by urban culture. Like, I love rap music, you know what I mean? Like, I've been listening to to rap music since I came out the womb, you know what I mean? Like, how I dress is very, like, urban influence. Like, I just have, that's how I live my life. It's very, it's a, it's a big influence on me. And that's just kind of the person I've always been ever since I was a kid. You could, you know, you could ask my mom. Like, she has videos of me rapping Tupac when I was in diapers. Like, uh, there's <laughs> just, it goes back. It's just, like, so... I've always been motivated. Like when I wanted to work in music, it was always working in rap music. Like it was always working in hip hop and working with rap artists and working in rap because that's what I'm so familiar with. Um, so who would you say influenced you the most then? Uh, in my, in my like music career journey, uh, probably yeah. Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle is probably my, 
my biggest influence because um, when he passed away in May of, I think it was May of 2018. And I got my internship in like June of 20, 2018. So, and he was signed to the same label that I interned for. So it was like a really big full circle moment for me. Um, so, um, or wait, no, he, that was 2019, not 2018. Don't, don't, don't get on me about that. <laughs> people. Um, so that was probably one of my biggest influences in, in, in music. So I've always been and yeah, I've always been influenced by hip hop, rap music, especially gangster rap. Like, you know, my dad gave me my first 50 cent, the massacre CD when I was in elementary school. Like that was just something that I've always been less moved by. Um, so, you know, I get to pull up to the studio and, um, out come Devo and, and I didn't know who he was. He's super tall, black dude with dreads, had like chains on, you know, bust down Rolex, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, like I was, this is not what I was expecting, but this is like, I'm so like, like, Oh man, this is, yeah, I, I got to lock in with this dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, I don't know, but I know he's making big moves. So we yeah. get into the room and we start talking and he's like, yeah, man, I manage Mozzie. I, I'm, I, you know, I help manage uh, YG, do some work with YG. I'm Don Tolliver's a and I have this own, uh, I have my own record label where I work with just different artists and we put out projects, singles, woo -woo, like just doing all of this music stuff. And I'm like fascinated. First of all, I'm in this big studio. So I'm kind of like a little starstruck. I'm with this dude. And, and I know for, for, for a fact, like he's just like my inspiration and I don't even know him yet. <laughs> um, One of those things where I feel like you, when when you when you got there and you saw him like it hit you you were like oh snap like you wanted to obviously make not like a good first impression like right you were no, like this I, is this guy's legit like yeah and it was like it was like I wanted to make a good first impression but I also knew like this is somebody that I want to work for yeah. like this is because not only like not only is you know he working in rap music and he's this but it's like he he's obviously doing this at such a high level that if I'm around him and I, I could ask him questions and, you know, listen to, you know, what he has to say in different business meetings and stuff like that, I can just constantly be soaking up game and knowledge and just like, I put it like this. If you were around Kobe Bryant every single day for 10 years, five years, eventually you're going to know how to shoot a good jump shot. You know what I mean? And if I'm around, someone that I consider to be that type of stature of a person in his world of music, eventually I'm going to be a good manager, A&R, uh, record label executive, um, you know, just a good business person in general. Um, so, you know, that those are all my thoughts going into the, like, as I'm meeting him, um, you know, he um, offers me to do the 30 days. He's like, Hey bro, let's do a 30 day trial. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it um and 30 days crazy enough led me to here man um 30 days led me to you know a, a world tour with mozzie i did i did a uh a, a record uh record label uh i did an album with the record label interscope um and cmg which we we did with mozzie so we put like this whole album rollout bro like everything from videos to like photo shoots to like studio 12 hour studio sessions from 5 p.m to 5 a.m like just got to see a front row seat of everything, how to put out an album at the highest level when you're working with like the biggest record label in rap music. Like, so like I got to do that. And then I, I after that album, we got to tour the album. So I got to go to like Portland, Denver, 
Salt Lake City, uh, Memphis, Atlanta, and like see the records we made get performed for like different places all over the world. And like, to me, that was like, to me, that was everything because like, just like a quick backstory, I went to a new high school, my senior year, like didn't know nobody. My, my senior year knew nobody. Um, and I had a car in every lunch, like I didn't know nobody. So I wasn't chilling on campus and anyway, I lived too far to go back home. So I would park in this like church parking lot and just like, watch YouTube videos on rappers, like studio sessions, tour vlogs, um, daily just random vlogs and just would watch like rappers make songs. Like Meek Mill was super popping at the time. I was like one of his biggest fans. I would watch his studio sessions. He was signing artists. I would like research the artists he was signing. Um, and I really like, that is where the foundation of like my music love was. Go ahead, bro. I got a question. Um, you know, you know Rod Abbasi? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, Rod. Yeah, tell so me. We we had Max Clark on the other day, but uh, something I want to ask you too, because how how is how's that lifestyle of the rappers? Because like, <laughs> like that's a great question. Like, that's a great you, question. Musicians like in any other genre, I feel like live a completely different life than for sure the rappers. For sure. I feel like this. What's crazy is I have it's awesome that I have the perspective that I have because I have like both ends of the spectrum. I have one where, you know, I was working with a 23 year old kid that had multimillion dollars signed to a major label. Right. So in that experience, I was, you know, getting, you know, we flying in business to New York, uh, you know, uh, Escalade pulling us up with a chauffeur, grabbing my bags and a suit, opening the door for me, going That's to so like. Sick the craziest nice hotels in Brooklyn. I remember we were in Manhattan and MGK was staying in the penthouse and we were the floor underneath him. Like, um, Dude, like so we like, pulled up to the hotel and there was like fans all surrounding the front of the hotel waiting for MGK to come out. Cause he was doing Saturday night live. And we were in New York with Corday doing like a press run for coach. So it was just like, that's and crazy. What are, it's what, crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you have, but like parties, have you been yeah, to no. any crazy <laughs> the parties ones? are uh man i think the parties are like i'm not gonna i can't d undisclose any crazy information but yeah. what i can say man is i've had some pretty damn memorable nights at these like you know after show parties or these little club club hostings or um you know even release parties i just was that one a couple weeks ago um and then even like we just did Rolling Loud this weekend. I was out Rolling Loud all weekend. So, you know, VIP pits and just all types of different parties that go along with that. It's it's um it's a diff it's an acquired lifestyle, man. It, it it's tough, but I I really uh I swear I I moved to LA and I lost a couple years off my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the wildest thing you did to get close to someone? Like I know you um, had to do something crazy to like get someone's like information or just to chat with him for like two minutes. The craziest, I'd say this, this is probably the craziest. Uh, and it, it's not even that crazy of a story, like me doing anything crazy. Cause to be honest with you, I'm not that dude. Like I've been around, <laughs> I feel like I've been around so many artists and like big people in music that I try not like, I don't want to feel like that fanboy. You want to act like you've been there before. You know what that's, I mean? So when you go into a session. That's how we but, feel when we like, when I'm hitting certain people up, I'm like, strictly business like right yeah like, but I'm at the same going... time i'm like if you were to get on here like 
that'd be that'd nuts, be crazy. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a good example is that is like one of my favorite artists, Kalen for real. Like he's he's probably one of my favorite artists. We we have him in the studio all the time. Like we'll have sessions with him, and I'll even like be sitting there like, damn, this is lit. Like you know, one of my favorite artists. And then the other day, he followed me on Instagram out the blue. So it was, and like he's verified. So it was like for me, it was a cool moment. But like going back to your question, um, I don't think. I, I try not to do anything too crazy just because one, I want to act like I've been there before. And if you act like a fanboy, they're going to kind of look at you like, hey, man, get, get out of here, bro. Like, so I kind of act like I've been there before, but a cool moment was, um, so like it was the full circle moment. My boy Chase, he's a film director. He's really close with Snoop Dogg's son and uh, his name's Cordell and Cordell's soup, obviously super connected. He's Snoop Dogg's son. And he opened a taco shop at this uh, I opened this taco truck called uh, the board taco and it was kind of like a play on the board ape, the NFT. Um, and they did a grand opening at, at this weed shop called cookies and Melrose. Um, and I pulled up with my boy chase and, you know, I met Snoop's son and Roddy Rich's A&R, his name's Kifa. And I had been looking up to him for like, ever since I first started interning, I would see him in the office and would just be like starstruck. He was Roddy Rich's a &R, <laughs> discovered Roddy Rich, brought him to the Atlantic. Like, the dude's a goat to me, you know, and it was crazy because I was talking to Chase about this was like at the event where I'm talking to Chase, like, what you trying to do? I was like, I'm really trying to lock in with Kifa at Atlantic and, you know, work two jobs, you know, have this thing at Free the Lost that I'm doing, but also help uh, Atlantic on the A&R side. And he's like, well, how are you going to do that? And I was like, well, I'm just going to, you know, try to network at Atlantic and work my way over to Kifa and eventually, you know, develop a relationship with him. As I'm saying that, literally, as I'm saying that, Kifa walks through the door. And I'm like, I'm tripping. I'm like, bro, I'm like, Chase. I'm like, Chase, bro, this is, this is bro right here, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what? This is nuts. You're like, I'm so, gonna go handle. You're like, I'm gonna go handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, he's like, this is the goal, bro. You got to talk to him before the end of the day. And I'm like, all right, it's good. But I'm gonna do it. I was like, I gotta do it in a fly way, bro. I don't want to do it in no fanboy way. He's like, it's good. So it was. I'm standing next to Chase. We're talking, and Kifa and Cordell are walk, walking around, and um. Chase calls over Cordell and I'm like, Hey, this is my boy, Tristan. He worked with Mozzie team. You know, he's super tapped in, you know, I met Snoop's son. And then Cordell was like, Hey, this is my boy, Kifa. He worked with Roddy's team. And it was a cool full circle moment because I was like, Hey bro, I used to like intern. And I used to, you know, do shit. I worked on the first Roddy project and we had like a really dope, like full circle moment for me. So like, I don't know if that answered your question. I know I kind of went off topic a little bit, but that was probably the coolest, like, and that wasn't even really an artist. That was like an artist team member so like that was probably one of the cooler moments that i've had that's sick um yeah something i've been sitting here thinking for a while when you said something about how you i believe you said you booked flights booked things for some artists mm -hmm. yeah when and this is something that people probably want to know because i don't feel like nobody really knows um and if you can't answer it just say you can't answer it but like oh you good does does that shit come out of the artist's pocket or is it like a record label that's paying everything? Or oh, how like, does that work? It it just depends. So like it, for the coach thing, for when we flew to co coach, coach covers everything. Like like if you, they covered our hotels, they covered our travel expenses, they covered everything. So wow. when you're oh, flying yeah. out to do stuff for these like corporations, like whether it be, you know, you know a designer, uh, like company like coach or whether it be maybe a show that you're headlining for like whether your your travel budget is built into the total cost or whatever like you know everybody's 
like budgets are covered, whether it be through a show, a label, like artists, unless artists are traveling for personal reasons, like going to, you know, Mexico for their birthday or going to New York for New Year's Eve, like then obviously they got to pay out of pocket. But if it's for like a business trip, everything's covered from the business. See, that's that's crazy because like I feel like people look at these people and they're like, well, yeah, they can, you know, they're making millions of dollars. They can obviously pay for that. But people don't understand that like, dude, when you're in that industry and you're doing that, like people will do a lot for you. You know, like like you're saying like everything's covered if it's business. Like even if you're just, if you so like, I feel like this is kind of what you're saying. Even if he was like, we're going to go do a show in New York. Right. And the sh- venue or whatever, agree, everything goes right. Then that's covered. Yeah. The promoter, the promoter will, will either build the travel into your total fee or they'll pay for everything like build like you'll build the the promoter in the venue for your travel That's you know crazy. what i mean so like yeah like you're never like paying out of pocket for for really anything i mean our tour unless you do like a tour independently then you're obviously paying for shit out of pocket but 90 percent of the time like you see these artists you know going to shows or they're um you know traveling doing these endorsement things all that's covered man all of it that's crazy. That's something I feel like people don't realize too. Cause I genuinely want to know that I had no clue. Yeah. Like, even like when you see artists, like when you see like, unlo- like uh, sometimes like this is very common too. Like when you see an artist in a video together, like say you see, um, I'm just gonna give you an example. Like a uh, Kevin Gates has a song or I'll just make a better artist. Like, a um, I don't even know. Like, like a YG and like, let's just say like a, like a Nicki Minaj say they weren't like really tied in together, like weren't like really having a relationship or anything like Nicki could bill YG's label for her being in the video. Mm -hmm. They'll bill a stylist fee or they'll be like, they'll pay the artist for being in the video. Like, Hey, oh bro. Yeah. I need, I need 7,500 for this, for the stylist fee for my, for me to come to the video and everything like that. Like, obviously that doesn't happen every video because a lot of these artists have like real friendships and connections that are not going to do that to each other. But, you know, that does happen quite a bit. Like, you'd be surprised. That's crazy. Yeah. I, that yeah. that industry is. There's so yeah. many different layers to it, man. It's crazy. Probably, probably one of the hardest, too. Like, yeah, no, definitely. Um, like acting, movies, YouTube, because now YouTube's such a big thing and social media in general. I feel like the music industry is one of the hardest and what i mean by that is like kind of like what i said earlier not that people don't give a shit about you but like you can get backstabbed and like mm. so quick because Back. i uh i just feel like they don't they know that like you don't want to do that shit all right we'll leave and i'll get someone else to do it well that and it's like it's that and at the end of the day it's like man how a lot of these people are motivated by selfish reasons. You know what I mean? They're like, how can I look good? Or how can this be beneficial to my pockets? Or how can this be beneficial to my artist or my um, project or whatever I got going on? You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, if you're not in this business to develop relationships, you're going to lose every time. And yeah, that's sure. like what that's 90% of, of, of music is, is the relationships you have and, and the network that you've been able to build over X amount of years that, you know what I mean? That's what, that's, what's going to be able to, you know get you to be successful in music it's like yeah can you know like a label contact you know say you need a little dirk for a verse or something you know what i mean yeah the label can reach out to you know the manager and everything else but if you, you have a personal connection with him or you have a personal connection with his manager or his a and r it's like 
you already have one step ahead of the game. You know what I mean? Like you're able to work out things and work out favors for them that later you can, you know, get your own favor for stuff like that. So it's like, it's just all types of different things, bro. But building your network and like having a, uh, like a real solid group of people that you can, you know, work with and surround yourself with. That's what's going to, that's what's going to like, I, th- I think like parallel you compared to anybody else. Got you. Um, I got about two more questions for you. Um, Go ahead, bro. Oh shit. What was it? Oh, okay. What just your personal, like, I guess experience, what, what makes the people that are in that industry and like so big, what makes them so big compared to other people? Like, you know what I'm saying is like, there's, there's people out there that, are great at rapping or great at singing, but don't have that platform or don't can't do it for a living. Cause they don't, they're not in the industry. For what sure. sets kind of like just maybe your experience with that, like people that are in that industry or whatever, like what sets them apart? What may, what, why are they there compared to me or anybody else that can sing? I can't sing, but anyone, <laughs> um, <clears throat> My bad. Anyone good, that bro. can sing, <clears throat> like why? Why are they there? Like what? What sets them apart? Yeah, I hear you. Like you're you're kind of talking like why are the superstars superstars and why are the average artists average artists? Yeah, because <clears throat> there's people out there that are amazing at singing, <clears throat> right? But you never hear of them, right? Like, no, that's a good question. I hear you. Um, yeah, did you take I, a dab or what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> My boy just hit the bong real quick. Dude, yeah, you know what it is? He got, he got choked. Nah, up. He good, like, he's like, why can't I be special? Why are <laughs> No, I've had such a bad cough for so long and I've been doing so good this whole time. And then it just. No, nah, you've been shit. killing it, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah. No, nah, going you, back to your question, uh, I really think like. Man, that's a that's a really good question. I think I, it goes back to like one, it can go back to either the team that you have around you, it can go back to like the artist's work ethic, it can go to like it can even go to just like how you're marketing your music. You know what I mean? I think as an independent artist, which we also like which we all I'm not an artist, but which artists all start out as is like you gotta kinda have one. I feel like you got to know what your like what your message and your image is as an artist. I think, you know, anybody can make great music, but that's like, yeah, that'll sell. But like artists get attached to like images or artists, fans get attached to artist images. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you see someone like a good example, a perfect example is Playboy Cardi. Like if I'm, I'm sure a lot of people don't know who that is. If you don't, he makes like like just he used to be a, a dope like hood rapper type deal like from New York. Um, and he's kind of converted to this like rock emo, like hyper pop, like screamo rap. And it's it's like but he has this image of like. Like just this dark image that I feel like a lot of people are drawn to because it's so mysterious, you know what I mean? And it's like you go see a set at Rolling Loud and damn near the whole festivals at his set. And it's like rocking and and like kids are losing their minds at these like shows and having like just outer body experiences moshing and throwing themselves around these huge ass crowds um i think it goes to strictly like how you develop your image you know what i mean um and how you can consistently reinvent yourself i think 
a good artist like that, like is Drake. Every, like he just consistently reinvents himself. He does a dance album. He'll do an album with Twenty One Savage. He'll do, um, you know, like like Lover Boy stuff. You know what I mean? Like he just consistently just always is kind of trending with what's going on and what's hip in music. Um, I think that's kind of like what it goes down to is yeah, everybody can make great music, but it's like do you have a good team around you to help you build yourself? Because no artist can do it alone. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, so that's kind of what I think it goes down to is like how well the artist works, you know, and it's it's a little bit of a perfect storm, you know what I mean? It's like there's, I mean, you gotta think about it. Being a superstar in in music is like being a superstar in, in the NBA, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, that's super super difficult. Like being yeah. one of these headlining artists is like being Mike Trout. I got you, you. know what I mean. So with that being said, what's your image? What are you, what are you trying to portray? Mm, that's a great question. My my image and like what I'm trying to bring to the table is like I want people to know me that one when they go to Tristan, like man, that dude's got an integrity. He's a, he's as real as it get. He's not bullshitting, and you know he he makes plays like he a hustler. Um, I think my biggest like image, I guess I don't even I don't know if I'm trying to develop an image, but just like. Just to be a good businessman, I think at the end of the day, everybody has like stuff to contribute. Everybody has um, a different strength. And I just want anybody that I come in contact with to be able to like project their strength in the brightest way possible. Um, I think that's what's so you know dope about working in music is like, you know, this artist might be strong in this way or or this person might be a, a super good in, in brand development and artist development or and this person might be super good at finding really fire beats. All right, cool. You, what you need from me? All right, you need this? All right, cool. I want to be like a utility dude. Oh, you need a videographer? Come on, I got you. Oh, okay, you need a fire beat pack? All right, hold on. Let me tap in with this producer. All right, oh, oh, you need, you need to get a show? You trying to get on shows? All right, come on, let's go. I got you. Like, I'm just trying to be like, help as many people as I can that I genuinely know at the end of the day, we got a dope relationship. It's not just some work shit. Like I want people to come to me and be like, Oh, look, Tristan's a good dude, man. I really fuck with him. Like he got a good energy about him. He don't try to do no one shady. Um, and at the end of the day, he's got, you know, he makes like, he puts together some crazy records. I think that's yeah. kind of, um, something that I want to be able to do is like make great music, but do it in such an honorable way. That's it. Um, and I think, We'll end on this. What on. what's your end goal? Like, you obviously made it to the music industry, but like, what's 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 next? Like, I'm uh, sure, there's a point awesome. where you're not where you'll stop, obviously, but your point where like you're like, dude, I want to do this, and then when you you know what I mean? Like, what's the next? Yeah. What's the next? So this thing? is kind of where I, this is this is like two things that I kind of have on my radar right now. One is I'm working with this kid from Chicago. He's 18 years old, and I think that. I'm going to just tell it like, like it is. I think he could be the next big thing. I think he could be, um, you know, at these festivals. I think he can be having some of, like, the most potent and, like, like real soul soul food type music. And you said you, you manage him right now? Yeah, I'm managing him. He's Let's 18. Go. He goes to LMU. Um, I've been working with him for about like four or five months, we kind of just develop an adult relationship, but Tell we went to, to hop on. together. I will for sure. And uh, I think for me, it's been, it's been exciting because I've been able to take all this experience that I've gained watching how Davos 
you know, run his business, do an album rollout, you know, kind of, you know, I've, I've done video treatments for videos. I've, you know, been able to kind of shoulder a lot of the things that goes into putting out a great project. And I'm able to kind of do that on my own now. So that's one thing I'm really trying to just keep developing this artist um, and really like build a foundation so that we can build some incredible music. And uh, you you pretty much want to like, actually like you want to manage a successful artist. Yeah. I want to do that. For sure. I want to do that. I want to, um, you know, I'm managing a studio right now, so I like to do that. I like to, you know, book sessions and get stuff going. So really, I'm I'm really trying to build my music like network and my catalog a little more like work with this artist. You know, I, I'm tapped in with some producers that I really want to start working with. I want to start putting some records together over there. I want to start, um, you know, maybe getting this kid's shows, maybe, you know, do an album in a couple months and and see kind of, you know, what traction we're getting or if this is, you know, something that we're going to keep investing in stuff like that. Um, and then another thing I got, a, I got an embroidery machine at my house. So I'll be, you know, doing custom hats. Obviously this one isn't, is it the one that, uh, you know, I designed my boys, but Make us I'm gonna get hat. you right. No, I'm gonna get you right. I trust, trust. So <laughs> Just don't give me a Houston hat, man. We can have some no, problems. No, no, we burning those, man. This is the only one I stick fit because my boys. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, nah, uh, so I'm really trying to learn this embroidery thing. I got this dope software program on my computer that I've been just kind of fiddling around with, and and uh, you know, learning a little bit, man. I think that's one thing that I've, you know, kind of run into and, and hit my head against the wall is yeah, like you said, I set out a lot of goals for myself um that I kind of accomplished early you know what I mean I I graduated college and I went on tour and I I work in music I moved to LA like a lot of the things that I had set out to do I did you're doing you're doing things that people dream of doing like God is good man God is so good so when I when I uh you know when I checked a lot of those things off the list that that's kind of the question I left myself with is like where we at bro like what what's next man and I think um, you know, you know, God has kind of shown me some things about myself and has placed some, some people in my life that has kind of directed me as like, Oh no, this is where are you going, bro? So this, this hat thing, it's called crooked caps. I haven't really started it yet. It's still in the, in the beginning stages, but a drop is going to be coming soon. So if you haven't already crooked caps with a Z on IG, um, sure. and yeah, man, so music and hats, man, that's, that's what, that's what, that's what T loves. And that's what I'm going to be doing, man. Dude, that's dope um well dude thanks for hopping on here um for all of you go give him a follow um on instagram i'll put that in the link if you guys are watching on youtube um but dude we're gonna have you back on here for sure and wait man no um, anytime you guys uh you know want to have me back on or even anybody that you want to um you know possibly interview tap in with me man would love to get some artists on your show i'd love to see what you guys are doing man let's keep building this thing and you know man let's let's get the rundown pod up there man for real yes sir i like that um <laughs> appreciate you guys both man seriously thank you so much for having me on seriously yeah dude um stay on the call for a minute once we get done here um sure. isaiah close it out boy just want to say thank you so much for joining us, man. The way you carry yourself is beautiful. I wish you nothing but the best, man. You're bright. We both see it. Big things are happening soon for you, man. My that guys, being said, yeah, yeah. appreciate <laughs> you. Take care, guys. We love you. Love you too.